Hey there, welcome to the Universe Pondering Itself podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Radiance. If you're looking for a way to manifest goodness, money, your greatest dreams, you have come to the right place. I'm so stoked you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. (laughs) So today I want to talk about relationships and the beauty of striving for interdependence. Oh yeah. That's beautiful. I feel like part of the reason why me and my partner are still together is because we let each other be ourselves. We just are independent folk and we don't try to control the other. And we love going on nature walks together like this one. (laughs) And when you find those joyful moments together, then you can like go your separate paths because his line of work is uh, working as a field biologist. Um, So sometimes, you know, he has to go away for a couple months and that's okay. I find strength in our relationship and resolve that, you know, like, we're still meant for each other even after those couple months have passed because I don't know every time I look into this person's eyes it feels like I'm home and I hope that one day you find that for yourself or maybe you already have in which case cheers I love how weird my aid babe is. He'll just like get behind a fence to get the proper picture for his iNaturalist account, which pro (laughs) pro life tip: if you haven't heard of iNaturalist, check it out. It is an amazing way to find out about the natural world around you. You can take a picture of anything if you can't positively identify it on your own and upload it on the app. And usually, if you, as long as you enable location, it will find the coordinates automatic, magically, so you don't have to do any of that legwork. And once you upload it, other people can kind of crowdsource to determine a proper identification for you. It's pretty cool. I highly recommend you check it out. You can find Aiden at Too Many Seed. gotta be like super specific otherwise people just won't be able to identify it 
Yeah, very true. Like, you do have to do a little bit of legwork. Hello, American Robin. So, more specifically, if you go to inaturalist.org slash observations slash too many seed, you'll find my partner's many meanderings from here to South America. Uh, I hope to go there one day. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Crazy invasive species. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, maybe too many seed. I love hanging out with my partner because he's a bird scientist and he always encourages me to really research and observe the things around me and I think that's a great quality for someone to bring out in their partner. You see that woodpecker? Yeah. Wow. These are hardy birds, they just no fucks given. <laughs> so there may be a saying, those who rave together stay together, but I don't know if that's true because the rave scene can be a little volatile and dramatic. So maybe let's replace that phrase with those who bird together, stay together. <laughs> or birding's not your thing, you know? It's just very, there's very much a divide between you're either a naturalist or you just don't give a flying fuck, in which case, I'm sorry, but I pity you if you do not um, have a natural curiosity for the world around you. And how can we how can we change that so that you do? Because hundreds of species are dying every year and we're more and more addicted to that dopamine rush. So get outside while you still can. Get outside Just get outside While you still can In this grand master plan
You're just around here constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had my camera, but for some of the sensitizers, I feel like I got good enough distance so that I can actually identify them positively. Uh huh. It's kind of whimsical and enchanting. I wonder if the apartment occupants really appreciate what they have. Let me hear. I imagine some do, at least. <laughs> mm, it's a beautiful day. I hope you're outside too, my friend. Better property right here. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So you need to give your dad that birds to your backyard. A lot of older people love backyard birding because it doesn't take a lot of exercise. You just feed the birds and they come to you. Oh, very true. Yeah. If um, if anyone is looking for a way to like maybe connect with their parental units, birding is a good way to go. also the younger generation, you know, it gets them off those tablets that seem to rule their lives as soon as they're out of the federally mandated institutions. Well, not every kid, but a lot from what I've seen. I just feel like the generation below ours, they're just like desensitized kind of to reality and yeah. Like witnessing that like mobile video game like kind of like carny style truck like the carny style truck of the future dude i've never seen anything like that before <laughs> they had like tvs on the outside you know it was kind of like a food truck where instead of having a menu it was like a basketball game playing and then inside there's just like video games and stuff and like eight boys all like hooting and hollering on someone's birthday Whoa! like in the cul-de-sac like, damn i've never seen anything like that right before. Mm. Straight to your doorstep. Because <laughs> uh, that's what the kids these days want. You know, like, I think I mentioned in the last episode that I work with kids a lot and in all kinds of environments, you know, and I find that, especially like middle schoolers, you know, they'll watch these shows on Netflix that are like geared toward that age, but they're so boring. Like, the main character is talking about how he feels all this weird social pressure to make the right post and it's like do we really want to be instilling these values into our children like the right post on instagram to impress his crush and i'm like uh Hmm. these are not like good going netflix like you're you're just kind of like trying to instill like i don't know technologically advanced like dum-dums <laughs> like i don't know dude like a, a zombie nation that's like obsessed with followers i don't know it's weird so how do we get away from that again uh it comes down to dopamine detox so 
during that dopamine detox, you can just take a walk outside. Take a walk on the wild side. Hey, baby. Take a walk on the wild side. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we've talked about relationships, we've talked about committed relationships, but let's talk about the other end of the spectrum. Let's talk about, let's say you're listening to this and you're single, and maybe you've been single for quite some time. And you know what? Regardless of what anyone tells you or says or thinks, that is perfectly okay. It is perfectly okay to be single. Never let anyone tell you different. Embrace it. (sighs) And with that being said, when your soulmate or mates, because I believe you can have multiple, why limit yourself? When they find you, It's not as if you'll even be looking for them. Maybe you'll just be, you know, at a festival, just moving your hips from side to side, feeling that heady bass music. And then suddenly someone comes up behind you and you turn around and you look into their eyes and you feel like, oh, you're at home and it's a stormy night outside, but there's a roaring fire and you're surrounded by all the people you love. You see that in their eyes. That's a soulmate right there. You could spend a few seconds, a day, a week, a month, A year, five years, ten years, who knows? And that's the beauty of it. And I feel like the key to not settling is to recognizing that. And I feel like everyone's needs will be met. And As long as your own needs are met, your partner is satisfying you in the way that you desire, then jealousy won't arise. I feel like jealousy only arises when there's like a lack of communication or just communicating differently. A good example, A close friend of mine, I've known her for almost 10 years, she and I just weren't on the same page. We were communicating differently um, through text and it was very frustrating and um, had a little baby falling out for like a week and then, you know, I was just like meditating and like, you know, like just kind of like realizing that like this person is actually like a valuable asset 
in my life because they do bring me joy when I see them. And um, in my meditation, I've been kind of like going deep with compassion and just like envisioning this person, you know, um, free of pain, loss, and suffering. Um, and I find that, that that's a really way, good way to um, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. I mean, your friends are your enemies sometimes. Yeah, it's weird when you're like so close to someone and you just like, you know, all their habits and their quirks. Sometimes friends can be become enemies. So like, how do we, how do we bridge that gap to where, to where you feel like you can trust someone again? You do that with compassion. Compassion, my friends. And if you can just close your eyes for a moment and envision whoever comes to mind in this regard. And if you just imagine them being free from pain, suffering, and hardship. And you hope that they hear your incantation through the ether. Because I feel like this is what it is to be a responsible witch or warlock, you know? Um, You tap into the roots of your ancestors, but you don't whisper evil incantations. There is no need for that any longer. Witches and warlocks have everything they need to survive in this day and age. More than enough abundance flows. You just have to see it so. (laughs) I hope listening to this finds you well. Yeah, what a cool looking bird. There's one chestnut back that just showed up. Awesome. There's a sparrow. Sneaky. <laughs> Sneaky So we've gone pretty deep here. We've kind of addressed a couple different things, but one thing we haven't talked about is hmm, our relationship with ourselves. And I know we definitely touched base on self-love in the last episode, but this episode is about relationships. So uh How is your relationship with yourself? What are three words that come to mind when you think about your relationship with yourself? You don't even have to say them out loud, just hear them in your mind. And if those three words are positive, hey, that's awesome. I'm glad you're having a good day and a good moment in life. And if 
some are negative and some are positive that's okay too you know um when uh when we feel negative emotions within ourselves like oh you're just you're not worth anyone's time blah blah um in fact you are worth someone's time Uh, I feel like I'm worth your time right now because you're listening to this. (laughs) Um, So when we tap into the relationship with ourselves, what does that mean? It can mean so many different things. Again, it depends on the person. Every body is different. I tell you what I was like so inspired by going and seeing my friend's burlesque performance last night oh my gosh all shapes and sizes were there and there was hooting and hollering for every single act and there was so much empowerment you could practically take it and squeeze it in the air it was palpable (laughs) so I think that right there is what is what a healthy relationship with yourself equates to empowerment, right? Because I bet every single person listening to this right now could do a burlesque performance and fucking kill it. I'd throw like a little twin belt bill on your stage, honey. <laughs> That's another thing. Oh, when we have a good relationship with ourselves, then, you know, like monetary like contributions will start flowing in you know like I just try to like creatively visualize what it is that I want for myself in life and usually one way or another it will find me and it could take months or it could be instantaneous you know the universe works in mysterious ways (laughs) um So as far as, you know, that self-empowerment, we can take that and we can hold it up like an invisible flag as we walk amongst society, you know? Um, And it's not even as if it has to be like the actual action itself. It's just a creative visualization of doing that. It's kind of like, hey, like, I know we're kind of in like, of troubling uh boomer driven political forecast but i wave my white flag and i am an ally for everybody because i am empowered that i matter and i can do something to make this world a better place okay miss america (laughs) no for real though when um when you manifest everything down to the most minute details just try it you know just close your eyes take a deep breath in and envision what it is that you want for yourself right now in this very moment and you exhale all that love as you inhaled all that self-empowerment and you inhaled more love and you exhaled pain and what did you find friends 
I implore you to contemplate the reason you exist. Ah, because it is such a beautiful thing, self-discovery. Ah, sometimes when I like to take a little mini microdosido with some psilocybin tropes of acrobatic manifestation transformation, it helps guide that empowerment within oneself because you realize you're not alone your spirit guides have had your back all along and it's interesting because when I met my partner Aiden you know I wasn't even looking for a relationship I thought we'd be friends he was like oh hey let's work on music sometime I was like yeah that'd be cool so I came through when he lived in Olympia and I stayed for a week, <laughs> even though we were only intending to kick it that night. <laughs> and that's just what happens, you know, like you meet someone and the rest is history. Babe, you got, got your fill all. of birds. I did. I got all of them. <laughs> I got the toey, the two sparrows, one of them a song. I don't know what the other one is. The chestnut back chickadee, the... Black cap chickadee, the hairy woodpecker, I think. He looked a little bigger than a downy. Um, and then dark eyed junko. <laughs> <laughs> I got them all. Woo! Go, babe, go! It's really hard on a shitty camera. <laughs> the struggle is real. <laughs> if only you could afford an iPhone. What's up? If I could come back here with my action camera? Yeah. I would do it. Heck yeah. That would be, you would get some great shots because those birds are not afraid to get up close and personal. <laughs> yeah, I think it helped after he moved away and he weren't talking as much, then they all started showing up and it made it way easier. That's true. They like silencio. 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 Por favor. Por favor. Sonic use for your Sunday. Oh, you knew this was them? Yeah, this is from their album Sister, which I actually haven't listened to a lot because everyone always listens to What's uh, in Evil or whatever, and then of course um, Daydream Nation, which is my favorite oh, yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I just listened to that one so many times, and it's just like the ultimate like noise rock mainstream album, I think. I'm sure a lot of bands from the 90s, kind of mid, later 90s, took influence from it. It just has so many good songs on it, like Teenage Riot, and Silver Rocket, or Ride the Rocket, or whatever. Oh yeah. And there's one song that the 
Kim Gordon sings on. She's awesome. I love when she does tracks because it's almost always the dude Thurston Moore singing, but when she sings on Kissability, that's like my favorite song on the whole album, but that's like no one else's favorite ever. <laughs> they always talk about all the other ones, but I'm just like, it's just like a cool, you know, Starfuckers type track making fun of like, oh, you're hot, so you can make it so much further in life. Just, like, <laughs> she says it with such a sneering attitude. I really appreciate it. <laughs> You've got kissability. You've you, got... She's like, you could be a star. You could go far. <laughs> You've got kissability. You've got kissability. Yeah, that's a really good song. And then just, like, busts out with this crazy-ass riff. That oh, yeah. has never been replicated since. Well, you should do a... A cover, maybe, or yeah. like draw inspiration from it or something. It's possibly. Aiden and I are a power alien couple, and then now we wear a lot of different hats, right? As do many other beautiful power couples. Um, and we're in the process of producing a collaborative. LP. Um, yeah, Aiden is very talented with drum machines and synthesizers, and um, in the time that we've been together, uh, coming up on three years, August 20th. Yes, you asked me to be your girlfriend at Eclipse. <laughs> on the Eclipse. <laughs> it was so prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even planned that way. No, of course not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not good at planning things. Right? And Fuck I'm, that. I actually kind of resist it. <laughs> I want to just be in the here and now. I'm like, let's hang out right now. What are you up to? Oh, you can't hang out? Well, hang out tomorrow. I guess that's kind of a plan, but. Right. I'd rather hang out right now. Yeah, yeah. I feel it like. It used to work better when I was younger. As I get older, people. Like, no, we gotta wait until next Tuesday. Yeah, it's not as easy to right. just go with the flow. I know, yeah, it's weird. Um, I feel like, personally, uh, a life pro tip I've picked up from you, Aiden, is um, uh, just oh, only when you're in, like, someone's area, like, hey, like, hit up the Eugene homies, like, hey, I'm in the area, and then, like, you hang out with whoever tags you back, and it's just, like... Um, kind of like the universe playing tag with itself. <laughs> like, hey, I'm trying to get a hold of you. Oh, we're playing phone tag. Oh, this is fun. Oh, but when I finally see your face, it will be worth it. Um, but, you know, like, we all lead our own, like, separate busy lives. And, like, um, actually, I feel like this podcast has been a great way to reach out to people and reconnect. Um, kind of be like, hey, like, you still have... Uh, bridge that leads to white flag territory that you can cross at any time here like I'm an ally I'm your hombre um but uh I digress um as far as like trying to make plans I think it just works best if you like hit someone up when you're in that location and let it just be kind of like a spontaneous, like serendipitous thing, you know? Like, um, I feel like unexpected visits with beautiful people 
are kind of like the best thing ever as opposed to the whole like, oh, let's like plan and like plan again and again and then people can flake because there's been like so much like build up and I don't know, like, yeah, in this day and age, like when we all have, you know, this device that controls our every move that lives in the palm of our hand day in and day out. In fact, there's a very concise way to sum up what the world is like now if someone from the 1950s was able to somehow step through a portal to the world today. <laughs> That's about all you need to know. Here you go. Welcome to the future. <laughs> uh, if someone from the past came to the present moment, it wouldn't be too difficult for them to learn how to program and operate a smartphone. Right. Teach your great grandma or whoever, and you can easily teach Benjamin Franklin. There's <laughs> a lot of bear statues around here. <laughs> Redmond's like official mascot or something? I don't know. It's kind of cool. I mean, northwest of Redmond, or northeast of Redmond, sorry. There's just like a lot of wildlife habitat that's all protected and preserved, which is really cool. I'm like, yeah. I that map, I was thinking, dang. Heck yeah. There's a lot of that I haven't even touched yet. Compared to, say, like Texas? Oh, poor Tejas been taken over by all the shoobies just coming in and overdeveloping the area. I mean, the same can be said for here in the Northwest, but I mean, it's sad when there's only like one natural area in like the greater Dallas area. Cause like Dallas is huge. Like seriously, there's only one spot and like to, a yeah. And like to not have to pay to, you know, go into the park. Cause like Aiden and I, live out of a van half of the year um but that's another story maybe we'll talk about that in the next episode um but to cut down on costs right um we just like usually only are kind of like in agreement. um we only really go out to eat when it's like a special occasion right like an anniversary or a birthday something like that get shoisted on the streets <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, but, um, so, like, when we're in, like, a natural area, like, usually we're willing to, you know, make the, like, seven-mile or three-mile walk or however long it is, or, like, we'll just bike in or whatever, um, like, park outside of the state park and then bike in and enjoy yourself for the day. Um, I guess that's another little life pro tip to, like, traveling on the cheap. Um, I was pretty impressed when collectively like you know um I, I guess I could maybe like publicly share a little screenshot of um our travels according to our destinations on google maps or what have you but uh we basically circled this country <laughs> we made a big giant circle and we've been a couple places in between because I have a number of family members in Colorado um like smack dab in the center <laughs> like Denver area, Boulder, 
Uh, I love that area. Can't wait to go back sometime. But uh, anyway, um, so I was very impressed when we were able to travel uh, essentially around the country for less than four grand between us. That was incredible. That made me really happy that we could like pull that off and still be kind of like aesthetic voyaging anarchists you know like back like what they had in the glory days of like the 60s and the 70s when after they turned off the music at Woodstock there were all these kids left with a, a big old question you know of what they should do next in their lives because um, a lot of them were kind of like awaken to this like whole new idea and paradigm shift right and a lot of them traveled you know like um there's a number of books that uh I could uh reference in the um little like description of this episode for you to check out about the flower child um uh culture uh, and generation, and I find it very curious that my parents lived through that generation, but they weren't really a part of that generation. <laughs> kind of weird, but, uh, um, sometimes I feel like I was born in the wrong decade, you know? Sometimes I wish it was still 1969, and, um, I was just leaving Woodstock and ready for my next big adventure in the world. But at the same time, there was, like, rampant sexism. Uh, and, like, now uh, female empowerment is rampant, so that's pretty cool, you know, like, in terms of comparative relationships. <laughs> We're talking about all kinds of different relationships on this episode. Relationship with Earl Sweatshirt? Yeah, I love his music. Yeah. I like the person. Yeah. Oh, whoa, dude. Dang. Oh, you know where I think we are near? It is the Longhouse, which is this weird, like, hippie commune that, like, needs new energy in it. 
had a lot of like um like burner parties and whatnot have been thrown there. Yeah, we're totally in that territory. It's like yeah, it's like right across the street from a grocery store, as I recall. Out in the country, but like this is all wetlands, so like I think like half of it you can't even occupy, or you could, but you'd need earth movers to occupy it. <laughs> well, with the right developers, we can sure make that happen. Ugh, gag me. Evans Creek Preserve! We're just going on a nature tour today. Park here because yeah, it's all full up otherwise. Yeah. High clearance vehicle probs. Looks chill. listening to this podcast of the universe pondering itself which is you right and me and everyone around us <laughs> from time to time you may witness within thine ear holes a silence in between segments or what have you. And there's a reason for this. It's to encourage mindfulness. So that maybe you're encouraged to focus on the in-breath. And then the out-breath. And from time to time I may just break out in a little song. And I've been told by many that I have a beautiful singing voice, so I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, it smells so good out here. Smells delicious. Delicioso. Listen, children, to a story that was written long ago about a kingdom in a valley and all the treasures buried below. In the kingdom laid this treasure that was spoke of near and far and the valley people sought to have some treasure for their very own go ahead and hit your neighbor go ahead and cheat a friend do it in the name of heaven you can justify it in the end there won't be any trumpets blowing come the judgment day. 
bloody morning after one fallen soldier rides away I said one fallen soldier rides away I don't need a whole lot of money I don't need a big fine car I've got everything that a girl could want I've got more things than I could ask for How big of a loop are you trying to do? We could go, we could go far. How far is... Over here. Mm-hmm. Over here, so we could go down and loop back to the parking lot, I guess? Or we could go... This way and do a let's way. do that. Yeah, let's do an intermediate loop. We've still got a little bit of time before daylight goes away. Sweet! So, yeah, that's like a song for abundance, uh, which is a cover from Joss Stone, who like really inspired me when I was younger. <laughs> When I was like 15, I remember like dancing around in my room listening to her and being like, oh, one day, Joss Stone, I'll be, I'll be like a cool singer songstress like you. Uh, I just never manifested that it would happen, uh, that it would uh, happen in this way, like through a podcast, the wave of the future, ladies and gents, the wave of the future. Yeah, I'm basically just like a big old dork. Just like you, I imagine, because you're listening to this and finding some humor in it. <laughs> One can hope. Because if not, your inner child is very sad. And we need to fix that. But it's not my job to fix you, only you can fix yourself. <sighs> That's the crux of life. No one gave you a rule book, you just kind of got to write your own. I don't have to turn around. I don't have to stay out all night. Cause I got a sweet, sweet loving man who knows how to treat me right. Don't you know he is some kind of wonderful? Don't you know he is some kind of wonderful? Don't you know he is some kind of wonderful, wonderful. Now let me tell you about my baby. Me and my baby, we're so tired. Don't you know he is? Some kind of wonderful, yes, he is. Here's some kind of, here's some kind of wonderful, wonderful, yeah. I want to tell you about my baby. I want to 
me and my baby Don't you know he is some kind of wonderful? Yes, you know he is some kind of wonderful, some kind of wonderful. beautiful friend of mine shared this with me and I want to share it with you. Our movies mirror our childlike trauma view of relationships where characters fix, save, and chase each other. Then they're complete and live happily ever after in a state of bliss. But it's this conditioning that leaves us jumping from relationship to relationship, seeking what we will never find in another person. Someone asked me recently, now that you've found a conscious partner, do you still get triggered in your relationship? The answer is, duh, of course I do, often. Being triggered is part of every intimate relationship. It's an opportunity to evolve. Expecting a relationship to be trigger-free is unrealistic. Authentic relationships are safe spaces to explore and return to each other. They don't always feel good, or romantic. They aren't cycles of emotional addiction where nervous system activation feels like love. They are mirrors. Mirrors that allow us to do the work to connect with ourselves, the path to connecting to another human being. And as we mature emotionally, our view of relationships shifts. So how are you showing up in your relationship? If you feel like there's been some tension, ask yourself if you feel tense. If there's been drama, do you feel dramatic? I invite you to return to yourself and your feelings and your emotions because that ultimately is the only way you're ever gonna solve your problems. <laughs> Fun little catch 22 about life, isn't it? Well, y'all, this concludes our podcast for this week. I hope you were able to glean something nice from what I said <laughs> um <laughs> never take yourself too seriously y'all <laughs> um it was a pleasure to kind of dive a little deeper into um, my relationship with myself, with others, and I hope it, this um, listening to this prompts you to do the same. Cheers, much love.
<laughs> Heck yes. I hope uh, y'all find yourself in a beautiful natural area like we're in today sometime soon. <laughs> I'm awe-inspired by the majesty. Thanks for tuning in. Hey y'all, I forgot to mention if you liked what you heard and you want to hear more of my sound offerings, Feel free to check me out on SoundCloud at Radiant Music, R-A-D-I-A-N-T-M-U-Z-A-K. And feel free to follow me on Instagram at letter L, R-A-D-I-A-N-C-E, L Radiance. Talk soon. Bye. If you liked what you heard, head on over to Apple Podcasts, search Universe Pondering Itself. When it shows up in your search results, click on it and please leave a review and rating. And after you've done that, take a screenshot of your rating and review and send it over to support at universeponderingllc.com. And as a thank you, we'll give you free access to a 60-minute masterclass, Let Go of the Scarcity Mindset, to help you effortlessly manifest success while quickly filling your bank account. Again, please leave a review and rating for Universe Pondering Itself over on Apple Podcasts. And after you've done that, take a screenshot of your rating and review and send it over to support at universeponderingllc.com. And as a thank you, we'll go ahead and give you access to our 60-minute masterclass, absolutely free. Thanks for your support. Hey there, before you go, are you looking for more high-level support and curious to see if I can help you reach new heights with your personal and professional life in an intimate setting? I'm seeking three motivated individuals who want to scale to 10k months with their business. Whether you sell products or services, we'll powerfully collaborate and combine forces as I help you automate as many of your processes as possible so you can spend more time doing what you love and manifest money in your sleep. I will provide you with mindset coaching that I've acquired through my compassionate art studies at Harvard share insider business strategies, and help you blossom into an amazing entrepreneur who makes $10,000 a month or more. The universe is constantly expanding, so why limit ourselves? I'm well-versed in all aspects of starting a successful online business, everything from running a Facebook group, course, and digital product creation, to building a nourishing email sequence that will ensure you make sales. I'll use my Ivy League scholarly prowess to 
provide you with a comprehensive and extraordinary deep dive into yourself as you unearth your unique superpowers and construct business that does not burn you out, but rather fires you up. Imagine waking up every morning so ready to take on the day as you implement the proven strategies and techniques I share with you. As a cognitive scientist and organic marketer, I can help you quickly scale your business to 10K or more every month in any industry. I will show you how to quickly grow your email list and following on social media to thousands of loyal, devoted subscribers without spending a penny on ads. If this sounds interesting to you, I invite you to message me, Lauren Radiance, directly by going to bit.ly forward slash message LR on FB and send me the words case study. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash M-E-S-S-A-G-E-L-R-O-N-F-B. This will pull up my Facebook Messenger, so make sure you're already logged into your Facebook account. Send me the words case study and I will reply with details in 24 hours.